everyone. This is Elena Musla. I am here today with Gabriela Shamas, and we are introducing our new podcast called Selling IND. We are part of the Musla Real Estate Group out of Central Indiana, and we are going to be talking about everything life and real estate here in Central Indiana. How are you doing today, Gab? I'm doing good. It's a <laughs> Wednesday, so I've been very caffeinated. Had huh. my third cup of coffee and probably going to get more after this. Oh, I'm jealous. I went with a chai tea pumpkin latte at Starbucks. No, we don't play. We're espresso all the way. <laughs> I mean, I, I do. You have to have a pumpkin spice latte at least once, but no, I'm like espresso, full yeah. life. That's how I get through life is just caffeinated. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> that caffeine makes me shake, so I got to be careful. Um, but today we are going to be, like I said, talking about everything life and real estate in central Indiana. So we're just going to go ahead and hop right into it. Um, basically, week by week, it's going to be something different. So we're going to be interviewing entrepreneurs in the city. We're going to be telling you about what is going on in the city, um, new events that are going to be popping up. But again, like I said, we are a real estate group. And so our main focus is also to give you a little rundown of what's going on in the real estate market from the buy side, sell side. Um, we're going to keep it real with you and I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. So I mean, I guess, we, yeah, I guess we just <laughs> hop right into it. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the market right now, the real estate market in the central Indiana area. Um, it is very active, very interesting to say the least, wouldn't you say, Gab? I'd say it's super busy. It's popping. <laughs> Even though, I mean, we, me and Elena talk about all the time with COVID, everyone thinks, you know, oh, it's kind of silenced the market, but the market is booming with low interest rates. You got a ton of buyers out there currently. So everyone is trying to get that house of their dreams and you're getting in multiple offer situations. So it is mighty stressful out there, to say the least. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I've had um, some, I don't know, just some weird situations occur. Um, it, You know, it's not what we expected for the market in yeah. 2020. Um, I, I guess there's a lot of things that were unexpected for 2020, but... Uh, yeah, we didn't really expect the market to do as well as it is, obviously, with a pandemic going on and a mm-hmm. virus, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it's been really stressful, I think, when it first hit, just trying to adapt to being safe, keeping your clients safe, keeping you safe, and then just how fast everything is flying. I mean, if you are a seller, you are a winner. If you are a buyer, <laughs> you are really having to just pull every trick out of the hat. So, I mean, it's definitely, Elena and I can say, like, we have just... You know, you have to really make sure through the process of buying, you might have a couple houses that you get your heart set on and it might not be it. So it can be hard. It can be really, really hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically have just been telling my buyers and sellers, focus on what you can control because mm-hmm. if not, you're just going to stress yourself out, especially as a buyer. I mean, we're getting in multiple offer situations. You're having 10 plus offers on a house. I mean, yeah. I just listed one today. I've already had, I don't know, 30 people call me and say, hey, we like your house. I'm like, okay, well, give us some time to respond because we yeah. do have lives. Um but yeah, I mean, it's it's really crazy. Like you did say, you know, when COVID first hit, it was really weird. I mean, like the whole germ thing, let's all wear gloves and masks and sign waiver, waivers to get in houses. I mean, they're yeah. still doing that, but I think everything's kind of calmed down a little bit, um, wouldn't you say? I think people definitely are getting more comfortable yeah. with just the process because at first, since it was so new to all of us, we were all trying to figure out, okay, what precautions do we need to take? And 
And now since those are in place, I think people are pretty comfortable with, you know, what procedures need to happen. But definitely, I mean, there's been houses that are completely booked out trying to schedule. And even for me and my fiance, we're trying to find a house. So on the (laughs) flip side, I always tell Elena, I'm like, I'm absolutely experiencing what these buyers are experiencing. And it is heart wrenching. Like we had our heart set on a house and we, we lost out on it. We were second best, but apparently not good enough. And it's hard, you know, just to trek through the mud. So you got to just make sure. And I think that's why it's really important during this market to have a realtor that you can rely on and make sure that they can kind of get you in those houses, but also help you go through that process. Cause it also, you know, financially is a lot on you, but it's emotionally and physically a lot, just getting in those houses and sometimes missing out on one that you thought you were going to have a family in and all of that moving forward. So yeah, it's definitely hard. I would agree with you. I think things are moving just really, really quick and people mm-hmm. just didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let me go ahead and, you know, we'll take a step back. We'll go ahead and do that market update for August. We're going to come out with the September one on the next podcast, just okay. to keep you guys, you know, updated. So in August of 2020, we had an average sales price in central Indiana for two fifty nine nine thirty two. Um, we saw average sales for pending homes increase by 13.2% since last year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's. I mean, 2020, everyone's like, it's not our year, but I mean, we're still kicking it with real estate. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can't, it just doesn't make sense to me that we see the inventory decrease by 49.4%, though. We're seeing an inventory decrease, but pending home sales are increasing, and there's 3,250 fewer homes that there are on the market. It's those interest rates. Yeah. Everyone's like, we got to get in now. Yeah. And you know what people aren't taking into account is these new builds. I mean, Mm -hmm. new builds are, I mean, these builders are making bank because people can't even win a house on the market. Something that's already pre-existing. I mean, they're not having luck with it. I mean, they're having to go to builders because that's basically their last, you know, opportunity to find something if they really want to get, you know, take advantage of the interest rate and get in the house. They're mm-hmm. just kind of going with, let's go ahead and build, build a new home, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's been kind of crazy. Um, but so that's a little bit of the market, you know, that that tells you a little bit about what's going on in the market in the central Indiana area. Um, let's go ahead and, again, like I said, take a step back. Gabby, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience in, you know, real estate so far, and then I'll kind of jump into, you know, me and give people a background of us. Yeah, so I think for me, I've kind of been in and out of the real estate game. I started out with marketing years ago before when I was at college in Purdue. Boiler up for all my boiler fans out there. <laughs> Boo. Um, okay. Yeah. We got a UK freak over Woo. here. Like how did she end up over here? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, but absolutely love real estate. I just love working with people constantly. You know, you come in, come so, in contact with so many different people, but being able to really get to know the indie area. I mean, if you guys saw me, I'm super ethnic looking. So I'm like half Cuban, half Middle Eastern, but I am like <laughs> the biggest Hoosier out there. And so I think for me, I love getting to know, you know, the different pockets, whether it's Broad Ripple, Fountain Square, Bay Tendrick, just kind of getting to know that indie area and getting familiar and connecting people with their community. Um, I just love that concept of knowing your local business owners and knowing your neighbors around you. So for me, real estate is just a really fun, I mean, you got to hustle hard in this business, but there's a lot of reward out of that. And I think definitely the people pieces is, is really great for me. So yeah, just a little bit about me. Yeah. And a little bit about Gabby. She had a great year this year. She did a million in sales, which is wonderful. I mean, that's crazy for your first year. You are Elena's going through. really nice to me. Guys. Oh Elena's man. It's <laughs> a lot nicer. Really. She just, she's really just making it happen, but uh, well, we are dealing with COVID, so you know. I mean, it, it's it's quite. 
amazing. Honestly, it's, it's really great. And it's great to see you succeed. And it's great to see what you're going to do next year. And like, I'm just really, really excited for you. So I'm really proud of you. (laughs) Oh, geez, here we go. Um, yeah. So kind of like back to me then, I guess, um, a little bit about me. I've been in real estate for almost five years now. Absolutely love it. Started off on a team at FC Tucker. Um, we are with FC Tucker currently, And, um, the team thing wasn't really, you know, like you have to be on a team that fits your culture, fits your age, can help you grow, can help you succeed. And that just, you know, at first it wasn't really something that was going to help me grow as a person and help me grow in this industry the way I needed. Um, you know, like from a marketing aspect, from a, you know, age perspective, all of those certain things, it really wasn't something that fit with me. And so I went off on my own for, um, a couple of years and, you know, it was great. I had to learn. I tripped a couple times, fell on my face a few times, more than a few actually. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. You know, I learned like the ins and outs of this business. And, you know, I think the best part about the business to me is really getting into the nitty gritty and actually building those relationships people with people, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really great to meet new people, um, you know, reconnect with people, get coffee with your clients and stuff like that. And I really appreciate all the friendships and that I built from it over the years. Um, so it's just been a really good experience. Now I'm in year four and a half, almost five years. That's so crazy. That's a long time. God, I'm an old fart. Um, so yeah, no, I, you know, last year we started a team. Gabby was, you know, the first agent on the team, which is really, really exciting. Um, went through the whole coaching, teaching process, which was really different, different managing people and managing a team. Um, we're definitely looking to grow. We did hire someone to do marketing, which is great. And then we have a few other agents that are going to kind of hop on, hopefully before the end of the year, who are great and kind of help build the culture. Um, it's not per se just like a woman team and woman empowered team, but it's really about like, you know, growing and helping each other succeed. And that's kind of the main goal of the whole thing. Um, but again, back to the podcast, like the main goal of this podcast is to truly, I mean, when you say kind of, you know, we're, we know what we're doing, you know, in the real estate world, obviously, um, but we want to add value. We want to give you guys value about everything that's going on in central Indiana, right? Yeah. Um, so real estate is not only, you know, the housing market, the buyers, the sellers, but it's also, you know, about what's going on in the city because, you got to love the city that you're living in. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but people it's move to a, a city. Yeah. yeah. Like Broderpool per se. There's so many things to do in Broderpool. And then you look at downtown, you have you have a huge bar scene. You have a ton of restaurants. I mean, there's so many pros to it. Um, obviously, with everything, there's pros and cons. But that's kind of something we want to tap into as well Is we kind of want to talk about you know, what else is going on in the city to keep you guys in the loop as to what's going on, because it is important, obviously. Um, just so you know, you know, if you want to move to a certain city or what's going to be new, um, I, I think it's good to expand and go in that direction. So Gabby, I know she's got some things for you to kind of talk about, like what's going on in the city, any events and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people, they hate on Indiana. They talk about how flat we are <laughs> and all about our corn and all these things. But I mean, I think Indy has so much to offer. I think that there's amazing restaurants that come. There's great festivals. And I think that the indie scene, I mean, it is a great area, especially, you know, the cost of living is a win. Like when I was in Portland, I don't even think I can afford a sandwich. My McDonald's meal, and I know my <laughs> meal, okay? My meal was more there than it was here. And so, I mean, I think Indy has so much to offer. But, you know, obviously we're in the fall season and everyone absolutely loves fall. So just there 
Indy has great parks. I mean, you know, a little bit out in Nashville, Indiana, you have Brown County, there's Turkey Run. So looking at the fall foliage, like there are some great places, especially with COVID, it can be really hard trying to find things to do where you're not constantly side by side with someone. Um, So I think, you know, trying to get out in parks, whether it's Garfield Parks, Broad Ripple Park, if you are a dog lover, Broad Ripple Park has amazing little area that you can bring your dog to, especially, you know, even Metazoa. For me, I'm a big, I love my animal. Like Levi, I have a miniature dachshund. He's the best. His barking is out of control, <laughs> but we love going to Metazoa and bringing our little fur baby. So that that's definitely an amazing bar to go to in the Fountain Square area. And two, like breweries. I mean, Alina, what's your favorite brewery you think in the Indy area? Off Jeez. the top of your head. I don't know. I'm not a big beer drinker. Um, just found out I'm actually allergic to hops, which sucks. But yeah, that's what's- <laughs> and chocolate and chocolate not and spinach winning, yeah. and black beans and iceberg lettuce. I don't what? Even, I don't the get it. It's heck? like I feel like it's mainly water, so I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't know what's going on. But um, I need to have a conversation with my body. Um, but beside the point, I do like Upland Brewery. Um, New Day was absolutely my favorite, but they have. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know if they're still in business. I don't know. Not. I know COVID. It has definitely affected a lot of people. I was really sad to see the black market go out and Rook go yeah. out because um, those are such great restaurants, you know. So, I mean, any way we can support, obviously, small businesses, Gabby and I and the team, we're, we're all about it. Yeah. Um, and even like little tip, if you are all about, you know, local brews, ciders, and maybe you can't get into the storefront, take a look at Market District. Market District has all of the ciders, all the breweries, so you can still be supporting a lot of local businesses, even if they aren't open. Because um, for me, I mean, a new day I love, and they have a caramel apple cider, and it is just the bomb.com. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, especially with COVID, taking a little trip. I mean, if you're bored and you're like, I need something to do, and nowadays you got to pay for Hocus Pocus. I love Hocus Pocus, the movie. <laughs> you got to pay for all these movies. And I'm like, absolutely not. So go get a beer, go get a cider, something. I'll out support you know, those local companies that definitely need it right now. And just your, you know, there's orchard apples, like you have Tuttles, Stuckies, just trying to really enjoy Stuckies. They're donuts. Oh my gosh. If you've never had their apple cider donuts. Oh, shoot. They're good. Oh my gosh. You got to try them. I mean, they are fire. So good. So good. No, they're so good. It's like, I don't even know, like crack donuts. That line though, the line is so long, but totally worth it. You got (laughs) to be in it to win it. Yeah. yeah, you got to I know. I'm really bad though cuz lines they if I see a long line I'm out. Yeah, but they're I got to be in the mental No, they are definitely worth it. I mean, it. and their store is so cute. If you go in that store, you can get all the things fall, you know, like mm-hmm. you got your apple cider, you got your pumpkins, you got I think they even have like a bee thing in there where you can get yeah. natural honey that mm-hmm, they the raw. Yeah, it's it's just a really cool place. Um and I don't know if they're doing pumpkin picking still this year. I know the one that we went to just a few weeks ago, they didn't have a pumpkin patch. So you'll have to check that out. Yeah, but but Stucky Farm is definitely definitely a winner. The good thing, though, is if you're looking for everything pumpkin, New Fields oh has some gosh. amazing pumpkin exhibits from just the display, from the visual display that they have 100% homegrown indie pumpkins. And they have them just displayed beautifully. So for all of those girls, those influencers, I feel like everyone's an influence out there. You can take a backdrop at Newfields. I mean, Newfields is definitely stepping up their game with all their exhibits. And I love about Newfields how they partner with all these local, you know, Sunking Brewery, Smoking mm-hmm. Goose, all these local companies. And they pair it so beautifully and exhibit them within the artwork. So I think that Newfields is definitely a place to take a peek at. Yeah. Okay. And then about like, um, uh, aren't they're still doing haunted houses, right? Yeah. Yeah. I so, think so. 
I think um, I think I saw somebody post about Indie Screen Park. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're still open. I don't know. I'm not into haunted houses. No? You don't no. like getting scared? I do like getting scared, but I don't like all these random people coming up. I mean, I'm paranoid. Hey, they're wearing a mask. No, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm literally, literally I will throat punch people. Like, I don't play. If you're coming up on me like that, I'm like, you're about to get drop kicked. But are they wearing a mask under the mask is the question? I don't know. I don't even want to know. Is that safe? I don't even know. But I'm sorry. I like have, my mom is still major paranoia with me. I don't trust people. Yeah. Well, I love haunted houses. I think they're fun. I mean, right now, I know obviously everybody's kind of taking precaution with yeah. life and everything and... You know, it would be something fun to take the kids to or do with if you have at least older kids. No, you that, should not. I feel like you should terrorizing your child. I feel like you are going to ruin your kid if you take your me. kid to a haunted house. Okay, don't listen to me. But I do know they're doing a lot of trunk or treats. I know there is some that we're going to be involved in. So for any of our clients or anybody that we know that wants to go or wants someplace to go do trick or treating this year, we would love to, you know, send you those addresses because obviously, you know, the trunk or treat's a little bit more safe, I would say. You can kind of watch over your kids, know who they're talking to, whatnot. Halloween is going to be a little different this year. I, I don't even know if they're really going to do the candy thing. I was going to say. I don't even know if they're going to do that. I feel like there's just all of these precautions that you don't even know, you don't even think about until yeah. the holidays are starting to roll in. And then you're like, oh, I don't know if we're doing that anymore. Yeah, I know. It's kind of funny, though. I did start hearing Christmas music the other day, and I was like, whoa. Are you serious on what? On, on the radio. Oh, I am my not God. kidding. Sirius XM. Everyone's like, but get this year over around. with. Everyone's like, get this year over with, and that's Christmas time. Right. That's understandable. But yeah, I mean, that's basically it for today. I know we just kind of wanted to give you a rundown of what's going on in October. I think our next podcast will be in a couple weeks. We're going to give you another update on the market. Um, Again, like we said, we are going to be interviewing some entrepreneurs, some small businesses in the area to Mm kind of talk to them, get their take on things, you know, help their businesses and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, that's just kind of kind of it for the day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think for us, we're really excited just to kind of connect people with the community. So we're going to bring on some really fun people just to kind of chat with and pick their brain and try to figure out, you know, what their thoughts are on the indie scene and their business. Because at the end of the day, you know, being connected to where where you're from and where you're at, it's going to help a lot. Just yeah. enjoying it. I agree. And please let us know if you guys want to be on the podcast or featured on the podcast. We would love to, you know, obviously, like Gabby said, support your business and Woo-hoo. kind of talk to you and whatnot. Um, but I'll give you a little bit of our handle so you can follow us. Um, we are on Facebook. It's the Musa Real Estate Group. We do have a page. Um, we are going to be launching a website for our podcast. Podcast, Excuse me. <laughs> calling Selling IND. He laughed outside. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, dude. Um, but no, uh, we are going to be launching a website for that so you can follow all of our you know videos and whatnot. We're going to be putting them on YouTube and Spotify, whatnot. Um, my personal Instagram handle is uh, L-A-I-N-A dot R-E-N-E. If you want to follow my personal page or we have a Musla Real Estate group Instagram. And then Gabby has her own handle. Mine's hashtag deer.indie. Is it and hashtag or is it at? I don't even it's girl, at I don't even know. Deer. I, I, I swear to God, Elena made me get all this social media stuff. I was out of touch with reality. My life was good. And then now I got social media start comparing myself to people. It's all downhill. It's all her fault. You, you just see no the idea. demise of me in 2020. It's Elena's fault. She's so popular. No, I'm not. She literally, no, I'm not. But side note guys too, like we want to know what you guys want to hear. So if you, you know, can DM us, chat with us, like we want to know what is going to make a podcast interesting for you guys to listen to and make it fun. You know, a lot of days there's so much going on in the news and it's just so stressful, you know? So 
we want to know like what's going to interest you. Why do you guys want to, what makes you guys engage with a podcast? So if you could let us know, we really would love that. Yeah, I agree with her. I mean, this isn't going to be your fake news. This is going to be all real what's going on. And I mean, we're going to just, you know, especially with the market, we're not going to sugarcoat anything. We want to be those people that you can ask any question to about what's going on um, and just be honest with you and keep it real with you. So we really appreciate you guys tuning into our first episode of our podcast and Woo-hoo. look forward to doing the second one. So thank you. Thank and you guys. Yeah, everybody have a great day.